Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from San Francisco Bay, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays on this lovely, lovely first Friday of September 2003. Oh, wait a minute. How about 2023? (laughs) Ah, folks, it's Organic Harvest Month, and have we got all kinds of cool stuff for you. Yes, it may be September, but it's still summer till at least the 22nd of the month or somewhere right around there. However, there's some really good items coming into the produce stands in your farmer's markets, in your grocery stores, in the supermarkets, in your backyard, and in your kitchen. Today's Fresh from the Field Fridays is sponsored by the Produce Industry Podcast and sponsored by Buck. Naked Onions, Equifruit, the only banana you should buy, Sunrays, the snack with impact. Oh yeah, baby, we are having a good time here. Some of the late summer items, let's see, O. Henry peaches are still in the stores, and then we have a few... I saw Farmer Al on his Instagram page, if you get a chance to check that out. I don't know if it's called Farmer Al, Frog Hollow Farms. And he was talking about the cow red peach and how it's his favorite variety. And so those are in the stores as well. And Frog Hollow Farm is an organic farm that has been specializing in really high-end organic fruit for decades and decades now. And the big legend right around here in the Bay Area, that's for sure, and beyond. That's right. I think our buddies down at Specialty Produce and all the way down in San Diego bring stuff in from Frog Hollow Farms, and you just may see that in your local stores, too. Now, a couple of items that I have here with me I want to share with you because this is a short window for this particular piece of fruit. It's called the Pink Pearl Apple. And according to our good buddies at Specialty Produce in San Diego, the company I just mentioned, the Pink Pearl Apple was developed in the 1940s right here in Northern California by a breeder named Albert Eder. And it was created from a lineage involving the surprise apple. And the surprise apple was a surprise because it was so red inside. And it's native to Turkey, and there's a, there's a bunch of different apples that fall under this particular, I would say, okay, I'm going to try and pronounce this, Nidzwetsikiana, Nidzwetsikiana, okay, N-I-E-D-Z-W-E-T-Z-K-Y-A-N-A, Nidzwetsikiana, okay, Nidzwetsikiana crab apple. So, you know, this thing was bred, and we've got this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pink pearl apple. And the good thing about the pink pearl apple is that when I had my store, this apple was sought after by many different chefs. 
And I brought them in locally grown, I think, up in Philo, California, which is way up in the northern area. And what the chefs liked about it is that it has the pink interior, but it's also a tart apple. Now, there are newly developed apples that have the red interior that are sweet. But going back to this kind of an older variety, at least in the 40s and the 20s, it's unique. I mean, it's not the prettiest apple. I'm looking at reseting around the stem area, some nice pink blush. But boy, oh boy, is this apple absolutely tasty. I'm going to take a bite into it and let you hear the crunch. <laughs> okay, so folks... Very, very nice, beautiful, pinkish interior. Actually, deep pink interior. This particular pink pearl apple that I just bit into surprisingly has a very nice sweetness behind the tartness. So it's absolutely delicious. So get your pink pearl apples in the stores, folks, because it's a very, very short window. And you want to be able to have this experience, especially if you're an apple enthusiast. Pink Pearl Apples. Farmer's markets, specialty stores. Get them while you can. Okay, I have another piece of fruit here. This is either a Shinseki or a Hosui Asian pear. California grown. Now, when these are new crop like this, they're very, very, very firm. It's an absolutely delicious piece of fruit, and I'm going to try it now so you can hear the crunch again. <laughs> so if you don't want to hear it, then plug your ears, take your earbuds out. Here we go. Mm. Now you can tell hearing from that crunch that it was crispy. You can hear it. The crispiness on the outside, the firmness. And then the luscious, soft interior, not not soft like a plum or a peach or a, or a soggy apple. It still has its firmness to it. And the undertones of the very sweet, juicy, juicy, I would say that's probably it. It's so juicy inside that you get that crisp, biting texture, and then you get a softer flesh than an apple but still very crisp, so maybe like one of those Kiss Melons. But i got to tell you, folks, these two items are amazing. So I made a fruit salad. I took O'Henry peaches, and I cut them up, and I took a, an amazingly tasty, ripe green honeydew melon, cubed that up, emerald butte plums. Folks, I bought these gigantic Emerald Butte plums. I might have told you about them last week. I probably did. And I cut those up. Then I threw in cut up Hosui pear and cut up pink pearl apple. And I cut these pieces pretty small of all this fruit. I ate the whole thing today. I finished it, so I can't tell you. Oh, Flavor Queen Pluots as well. So this made an amazing late summer fruit salad. Crunchy the softness of the peaches and the flavor and the sweetness of the juiciness of the honeydew and the softness and the flavor of that and the crisp crunchiness of the pink pearl apple and the hasui pear. And boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, it's a fantastic fruit salad. So it gives it some crunch and it gives it some softness. So that's especially 
really good on one of these hot late summer nights. Now, the Hosui pear is a pear that was developed in Japan in the 70s. And along with the 20th century pear, that was the big first one really to hit the stands. That's the yellow one. So these Asian pears ended up here in California during the... California gold rush when the Chinese miners brought them and they planted them up in the Sierra Nevada along the streams. And then later on, Japanese immigrants brought more varieties and then and planted more and more. As the years went on, they were developed, developed for better breeding, pest resistant, and different varieties came into play. I used to get them from a place called Twitchell Island. I would get Shinsekis. I would get Hosui's. Ooh, what was that other one? Shin Lee. I would get all these different varieties of fresh-picked Asian pears. And they're so refreshing. If you're ever really thirsty, you don't have any water around, but you got one of these, go ahead and eat them. These Asian pears are being harvested now and should be available at the farmer's markets and in the stores. I picked this one up in a farmer's market in El Cerrito, California this past Saturday. Asian pears, they have a lot of fiber and can help keep your cholesterol levels low by binding to bad LDL cholesterol and carrying it out of the system. And they also have a good amount of potassium, vitamin C, vitamin K, copper, folate, and a little bit of magnesium. So not only are they refreshing, but they're also very good for you as most fresh produce is. So you could slice these up and put them in a salad. Like, you know, I chunked them up and put them in my fruit salad. But these are great in like an arugula, arugula salad drizzled with some balsamic. It gives it, you can slice them and put them in that way. And it gives it this kind of balance against the, the bitterness of the arugula along with the sweetness and the juiciness of the Asian pears. I don't, recommend cooking with these but a lot of folks do they bake them with honey and then sometimes but you know why add more sweetness to it if you don't have to i like the pureness of the asian pear a lot of times you'll see certain varieties in the stores that are wrapped in foam and that's just to keep them from bumping into each other and to protect the skin because some varieties are more delicate than others but right now, while new crops are being harvested, in you won't see that at the farmer's market. Mainly in the grocery stores with packed items, packed Asian pear varieties in layered trays. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with a couple of really cool other September goodies. Don't go away. In the morning, I always pour a cup of coffee and grab a banana. Before Equifruit, I never thought twice about how my banana was farmed. And now that I'm a banana badass, I care about fair trade, which ensures fair pay, gender equity, and safe working conditions. This is why Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion.
thank you to our fantastic sponsors. You know, you could be a sponsor, too. Just uh, get a hold of us on LinkedIn, Patrick or myself, and heck, you can be part of the hottest and most downloaded and listened to podcast in the fresh produce industry. All right. I described fresh figs a few weeks ago, but what I want to do is because September is such a great month for fresh, especially Black Mission figs, many varieties, but Black Mission especially. And I want to go over once again how you're going to get the best, most flavorful, sweetest, luscious, delicious fresh fig experience that you can get. We've had a lot of warm weather here in California. Many of the figs are coming locally, a lot of them out of the Fresno area. If you are lucky enough to buy fresh figs in a store that sells them by the pound, then you can pick them out the way I describe them. You want soft figs. You don't want firm figs. I don't even like them slightly firm because then you're going to get a green plant flavor. But if you get them nice and soft... If you look at the fig, you'll notice it's shaped kind of like a Bosque pear. So what you want is on the body of the pear to be soft. Some cracking on the bottom of the pear, that's even better. And then as you move your finger up, you look at the stem area and close to the stem area on the neck of the fig. If it's slightly shriveled, oh, oh, oh man, I'm telling you, you're going to get a great absolutely delicious, luscious fig experience. Now you've got a super ripe, tasty, sweet, luscious, fresh fig. I put up this post on the Dan the Produce Man Facebook page. I got it from my old Instagram account, which I guess I better start adding stuff to that too when I put it on the Dan dot the produce dot and Instagram page too. I wish I could combine those somehow. But anyway, the old Instagram page is called Dan's Fresh. And this recipe is there. I posted it in 2015. It was brought to me by a very, very dear friend and someone who worked for me for a, a window of time as well. And this is a fig and arugula salad, warm fig and arugula salad. And you've got sherry vinegar and Dijon mustard and honey, so some kind of dressing made out of that, salt and pepper, very high-quality olive oil, and uh, a bunch of figs, walnut halves, arugula, crumbled blue cheese or Roquefort cheese. I say you can go with goat or feta as well if you want to. I'm not going to give you the recipe here on the podcast because what are you going to do? Stop what you're doing and, and write it down and then pause it and write it down. That's old school stuff. Just go to one of these three sites. My old Instagram account called Dan's Fresh. My Facebook page called Dan the Produce Man. And it's probably easier to find it there. And I did put it on LinkedIn. I don't usually put recipes on LinkedIn. I keep that for industry things and promoting my consulting business. But I did post it there. Uh, the recipe is in the comments of that post. And also on my Tumblr page, Dan the Produce Man. Uh, I don't know where else I can put it, but it's uh, on those in those places. So anyway, 
I would urge you to check it out. This is a perfect, warm September evening salad to have. Maybe sit outside on the patio and shoo the bugs away and eat <laughs> eat it with your significant other or with some good friends. Maybe a, a glass of brandy or wine or better yet, some sparkling water with maybe a little bit of fruit juice in it. You definitely want to check it out because it's absolutely delicious. And, you know, maybe there's variations these days on the Internet of the same recipe. This one was a real winner with our employees and our customers. And it can be with you, too. We all love sharing those recipes with each other and with the customers and the customers with us. And it was just very, very exciting and I have a lot of those, so try this one this weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. You can grill corn on the cob. It's kind of the last hurrah for summer grilling, at least. It's National Mushroom Month as well as Organic Harvest Month, so you can grill some really good lion's mane mushrooms or some king oysters, king trumpet mushrooms, along with your dinner, and this salad makes it Perfect. Do that fruit salad that I described in the first segment for dessert. And ho, 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 you've got amazing fruit and vegetables to go with whatever proteins and the main dish is that you're cooking. All right, winter squashes. Now it's warm outside. Why in the world are we talking about winter? Well, we're not. We're talking about winter squash. They're actually harvested in July. That's when they begin harvesting them. And that's when the new crop hits the stands. It's called winter squash because it stores well almost all winter long. It's native to the Americas, like corn and beans, and it played a very significant role in Native American agriculture. They had ceremonies at the planting and at the harvesting. Its origin is in Central and South America, and it dates as far back as 7,000 B.C., the word squash comes from the Algonquin ascoot, A-S-K-O-O-T, a squash, squash with an A on it, ascoot, a squash, which means eaten green. We drop the ascoot, the ascoot, ah, off of the squash, and now it's just we're left with squash. The most common varieties in the store, kabocha, butternut, hubbard, banana, acorn, they're all in the stores now and absolutely delicious. Winter squash varieties are one of the produce stand's most nutritious vegetables. In fact, it falls into the National Cancer Institute's Eat Your Colors of yellow and orange. Other mid-season fruit and veggies that fall into that category are like sweet potatoes, grapefruit, oranges, papayas, gold beets, tangerines, gold bell peppers, and that's just to name a few. Lots of fiber, phytochemicals that our bodies need for good health, and as the daylight hours get shorter, which they are, anyone who gets up early in the morning notices that, but they're an excellent source of magnesium, potassium, vitamin C, vitamin A, and calcium. Winter squash varieties, pick out your favorite and get rolling, Daddy-O. Okay, here's another goodie. I had a guy named Jacob working for me. It was a cook at a restaurant as well as working part-time for me. And we used to sell these sausages that we kept in the freezer. Nicosia's sausage made right here, close by to me. Nick Nicosia, he didn't use any milk powders, any bread crumbs, no fillers whatsoever. It was a pure 
real deal, and we had to put them in the freezer because it was such fresh and pure product. So Jacob took an acorn squash, and he cooked up some Nicosia sausage, took some rustic sourdough batard bread that we used to sell, a red bell pepper, cremini mushrooms, spinach, yellow onions, shredded Asiago cheese, all these ingredients we sold at my store. Really pure olive oil again, good extra virgin stuff, salt and pepper. You know, he would just brown the sausage and mix everything up, stick it inside the acorn squash, put that in the oven at 400 degrees, and cooked it for around 40 minutes. Let me tell you, that was absolutely amazing. This recipe is also up on, you know what? At the end of this show, I always tell you where you can find my social media. So just listen for that, and you will be able to find these recipes where I put them. It's good stuff. Now, look, again, I know the Internet is loaded with all kinds of different recipes. You probably don't have to go seeking this one down. But what I like about these was these were genuine recipes from employees of mine at my store who were enthused and excited about the fresh produce, who were part of a team, part of a whole air of providing good service, good fresh quality produce and specialty foods to a community that really loved us because we were very popular. So this comes from the heart of that particular situation. So that's just a few things. We're going to get into some other items next week in a little bit more detail as Organic Harvest Month continues, National Month Mushroom Month continues, and it's also National Fruit and Veggies Month. So there's a lot going on. So all that and more. Okay, folks, until next week, be sure to tune into the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly every Monday as well as the Produce Industry Show on YouTube. And check out the Global Fresh series with Juanita Gallio, the History of Produce series with John Papp. And don't forget to check out my YouTube and Rumble pages called Dan the Produce Man. And all my social media can be found at DanTheProduceMan.com. Have a safe, fun, relaxing, fresh fruit and veggie Labor Day weekend. Until next week, this is Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. You've been listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays with Dan the Produce Man. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast and at Dan The Produce Man. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon. 